Hello, and welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Hope all of you are doing well, as always. Today, we're going to kind of have a just a shorter podcast. You know, we are saddened to, rep- you know, we had talked about uh, letting go. We had talked about hospice care and things like that. Well, on January 27th, Christy lost her mom. So, yeah, it's been kind of a rough week and um, to say the least. But yeah, um, she passed on Saturday and, you know, I guess there's a lot to be grateful for. I know that she's not going through everything she was dealing with. Uh, so I am definitely grateful for that. You know, it's been our time of reflection as well. And I think that does happen. And even though it's been a sad time for us, we've also been able to laugh at a few things. A lot of good memories with her. And, you know, I think for everybody, grief and loss process is such a, it's such a personal thing. Yeah, you know? for sure. I know everybody says, you know, Kubler-Ross says we have the, you know, five stages of grief and loss and stuff like that. But, you know, I tell everybody, it's your journey. You do it the way you do it in the way in which you do it. And everybody's the end of very uh, the end of somebody's life always impacts people on such a different level you know whatever that relationship was positive negative this that or the other I, I don't care mm-hmm. you know so uh you know and sometimes the most important thing we do is just kind of hold space and help people just let people know you're there and we've we've been very fortunate yes I have to say that I am truly grateful because I have had so many people reach out to me and I have just felt surrounded by love, you know, and concern and care. And I appreciate that. I am so grateful for the people in our life. And, you know, one of the things that's uh, interesting about, you know, your dad and your mom, one of the things that they did that I thought was just really amazing. And I thought, you know, how cool for them to think of this and to do this. They decided to donate their body to science. Um, which, you know, I don't even know how many people know that that's even an option to do. And I know for, uh, there's a lot of mixed, uh, feelings around it. You know, a lot of people have certain ideas about what needs to be done when someone passes and there's nothing wrong with that, but I am so grateful that both of my parents decided that that's what they wanted to do. And I think what's really cool about your dad is because your dad died from pancreatic cancer and there's so much more research that needs to be done with pancreatic cancer because it is such a deadly, deadly, deadly cancer. It has like the lowest, you know, uh, survival rate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ovarian cancer is the other one, but just, so what a blessing if, if his death brings us closer to understanding how to treat pancreatic cancer. You know what I mean? I think that's just an amazing thing. Yeah. And I'm, I had shared with a friend that um, that's what my parents had decided to do. And she was talking to me about it and she was like, you know, you got me thinking and I, you know, I really appreciate that anybody would consider something like that. Cause I really do feel like there's so many advantages to it. And I have to say that as a family member dealing with things that you have to deal with, you know, um, when someone passes, it has been 
just such a smooth process for both of them. You know, it's been the, there are many programs out there that you can use. My mom's was anatomy gift registry. There are different. um, And there are different ones because they do different things. Yeah. And there are certain ones that will do full body donation. And there are some that will just do tissue donation, things like that. So uh, I know Ohio State has a program. There's another company called Science Care Body Donation. There are many out there. And it's, I feel like it's, it's really, when they call it a gift, I really do feel like that that's what it is. And, you know, one of the things is, is there's nothing you do. You know, we were just, all we had to do was call them and and talk with them and get everything set up. And yeah. And then what was really great is hospice took care of it on that end. They, they're the ones who called them, got everything um, kind of in order for that to, to take place, the transportation and all of that. So Mm -hmm. it was amazing. You know, hospice too did amazing things. Yes. Um, They've been calling to check on me and I, I truly appreciate what they do. And I know that that is a difficult job, something I just don't even know how they do it. But I'm really grateful for that program that, you know, and it helps so many people. They were there even with my dad. And um, they were there with my mom, you know, and just a shout out to hospice, the, the people who do that care, you know, the end of life stuff is such a, uh, an amazing thing. Uh, I had a client who actually became a hospice nurse and and just how fulfilling that was even for her. You know, I don't think there's such a relationship that's developed in that time when you have a longer period of time. You know, your mom was like seven weeks or something like that. I think mom was like six. Yeah. So like seven weeks in hospice. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's, there's so many working parts to these things and to have gratitude for each and every one of them. The staff where your mom were at were amazing with her at the end. They were, you know, so that was pretty cool playing music for her, things like that, you know. And being with her, yes. Your mom's love of music, you know, definitely. Yes. She would. You come uh, by it, honestly, both your mom and dad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she would put on a concert for them sometimes at the, at the nursing home. In they, yodel form. Yeah. <laughs> she would start yodeling. But, you know, it's one of those things, like I said, if you didn't know about these things, you know, us kind of talking about it and just how grateful we've been for that whole process and how wonderfully easy if you, not that anything is easy when somebody dies, but I think that it just takes some of that pressure off of you. The process piece of it, everything that has to be done, they just, they take care of everything. They do. And and many of them, it's no cost to do it, you know, yeah. so it's definitely worth looking into if it's something that, you know, that the person wants to give back in that way. And, you know, that becomes an option for you. It is, like I said, so much. E- it's such an easy process. Do you know why your dad made that decision? I don't, you know, because it, it kind of is interesting. And 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 I don't know if he made it after he got his diagnosis. Uh, well, I, I imagine he did make it at that point after the the diagnosis of the pancreatic cancer, and maybe just the fact that you know there's so little research on it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That, mm-hmm. and I know your mom did it because she really liked that idea. After your dad did it, she it, 
you know, I don't know if that made her feel closer somehow or something that, you know, to do this, the same thing that he did. I don't know. She just felt more united in doing it that way. I'm not sure. And I think the really cool thing is, is even in doing that, you know, people, one of the things is, is, well, if their body's gone and all that, you know, one of the things is, is we will have a celebration of life for her. And that was her wish. And, you know, I think that we don't need to have the body. Well, you know, people are cremated or sometimes you don't find the body. You know, there's all sorts of reasons these things happen, you know. Yeah. But I think it really is, is still that ability to do the celebration of life for her and to bring those people together and to be able to do that kind of process of closure, if that's, you know, how you do that closure piece of it, you know. So I think overall, it's just an amazing thing that we get to be participate in, mm-hmm. you know, and I am grateful that we we learn a little bit more about it. And I think it, it opens up that door to other possibilities for end of life. If I can't handle this on my own, can I, can, you know, hospice is a, an option and you can have in-home hospice, hospice anywhere, you know, so there's all sorts of avenues for that as well. Yeah, I was grateful, like with my dad, uh, they were able to go into the home, you know, and he passed it. Yeah. And, and so I think that people have this awareness or, you know, that we can kind of open the door to other people. And once again, didn't really ever think of a registry or anything like that until your dad did that. And and then to see how that whole process played out, exactly, you know, was just kind of a really cool thing. And then for your mom to do the same thing. Yeah. And it's, like I said, they, they've been great to work with. And, you know, you just call up and ask questions. There are certain criteria and stuff for the different programs, but just because one won't accept, another one may. Um, and they just have different stipulations. Yeah. And you found that out because it might be, well, we only want tissue samples of this, or we only want to study this. You know, it could be any of those things. So, I agree. If you're going to do, you know, if if this is something that you now say, oh my goodness, I didn't know this existed. This is kind of cool. You can just keep looking and you can do it if you know there's end of life or, you know, you have to be at that stage. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's something that That you just sit there and say, this is how I, this is now what I want to do. I feel like this is a contribution. And yeah, I know it's kind of something to think about. Definitely. You know, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, even for myself, I think I'd be I'm undecided at this point. <laughs> but And I, I told think... Christy this morning, I don't know what are they going to do with my 120 year old dead body? You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be well, I already I'll be you. Yes, I already... only bones. <laughs> <laughs> I already told you what they're going to do. What are they going to do? Turn you into a diamond. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. She said that. The only way she'd have my ashes is if I was turned into a diamond. (laughs) Wow. Wearable. So I know I'll have great value when I'm dead. (laughs) You want it to be with me. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I I just think about that. It's so amazing what they're doing now. You know, and even like, uh, you know, now people when they, they die and stuff and they get cremated instead of just putting them in an urn, you know, on your mantle, you know, they're planting them with trees. They're That's always something mom said. She's, I don't want to be on somebody's mantle. 
<laughs> so I said, promptly, we'll go put her on the mantle. <laughs> oh, no. And, and, you know, and I get that. And I think for everybody, it's such a different process, you know. Yeah. But I do think there's something to, you know, being put in a tree, you know. And, yeah. And, and I think that's kind of a neat option. I mean, that's something that I, I feel like I would consider wanting to do would be to be planted. You know, and then there are those that want to be frozen. Yeah, no, no they're free. Be- I, I don't know about that either. And y'all think, y'all listen to thinking, oh, oh no, there were so many options. No, <laughs> it always reminds me of the Golden Girl episode <laughs> where they get their heads frozen. Yeah, their heads, <laughs> because then you have to get the body. <laughs> when the body's ready, you can get a body. <laughs> so yeah, I always thought that was such a funny thing because then walks Sophia with this young body and an old head. <laughs> But, you know, I, I think even I think that's something that has been around for such a long period of time of what do we do? What is the best thing? And I always tell people the best thing is whatever you decide. Yeah. You know, it's such an individual thing. You know, it can be based on your belief system, anything like that. And none of them are right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just doing what you feel, yeah. what resonates with you, you know, and have those conversations with the people that are going to be the ones to carry this stuff out. You know, I'm very grateful that we got to have those conversations with your mom. Yes. We got to plan what she wanted, you know, because this is about her. It's definitely not about us in that aspect. You know, how does she want to be remembered or stuff like that? And, you know, at the celebration of life, we can talk about that with them. You know, this was her gift. Yes. You know, so it provides life for somebody else, maybe. Yeah, it's such a unique and personal decision, and I am grateful that we got to have those discussions. I am too, and I think that sometimes people kind of shy away from those discussions because people don't like to talk about death. It's it's one of those things that just kind of bothers people, it makes happens. them uncomfortable. It happens, and then you have to deal with it. Well, I don't know. I wonder if people sit there and say, I don't want to talk about it because if I talk about it, then that means that I'm thinking that like, I'm thinking about that was going to come. And I don't think that's what, you know, what it is. I think that it really is that thing of having those conversations. What is it you want done? I now know that Christy wants me to be a diamond. <laughs> and I want to be a tree. Well, yeah, that's easy enough. <laughs> I tell you. But once again, I think that that's what we do is we just kind of have those conversations and realize that, Death is a hard thing, and and we we definitely had our moments, and I know you've had some rough moments, and mm-hmm. and even when we talked about doing the podcast, I was like, you sure you want to do one this week? And we didn't know what to do it on, and then I said, well, what about if we do it on this kind of thing to honor that your mom did this great thing, uh, or which we think is a great thing? Not maybe not everybody will, and that's okay, right? And we understand there. I mean, there are many even religious reasons or that that people do the things that they do. And that's understandable. But I I really think that it's important to be informed of all the options that there are. And especially, like I said, for something like this, that can be such a gift to others. You know, you would think that in order to, you know, those people that don't have anybody, you would think that maybe that would be the thing, you know, to give to science because then what ha- I, I always wonder what happened to that what happens to them you know do they just throw them in a box and I don't understand I don't know all this stuff I don't know you know but 
it's such a, like I said, it was one of those things we, we talked about, you know, did we really want to do a podcast this week? But, you know, we had talked about the journey your mom was on, you know, that her journey was coming to, to this journey was coming to its end. And, um, you know, I felt it was appropriate to to let the listeners know that that had happened. And, but I think even more so, you know, what were those end of life decisions? And, and, you know, if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, maybe this will help you to feel comfortable talking about it because you also, I think you learned that there's different ideas and alternatives and things like that. And, Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was such a personal day. It's not like your mom your mom or dad didn't go ask permission from anybody, which I think, you know, I think sometimes people get, you know, are people going to be okay with this? Or they, they get too heady, you know, and start thinking about all these other things. And and I think that, that this was one of those cases where I don't think your mom really, it was what she wanted. I think she really appreciated how that transition with your dad was and it was it was a no brainer for her. Mm-hmm. Just how they handled everything, you know. I think that it was it made it so much easier for her, and I appreciate that. And you know, it's really interesting because uh, with this, people might say, "Oh my God, you donate the body." Then what? You, we you actually have the option because they do a cremation at the end, at the end and then you can get those ashes. Mm-hmm. And so, which I thought was interesting. And why did we decide to get your mom's ashes? Well, they said that that was something that they did. I mean, and it's there. It's not uh, written in stone that we would. If we want to do that, we can. But I think it's interesting because remember when you asked your mom that about your dad's ashes, what did she say? I don't remember. Probably that she didn't want him on the mantle. I'm not sure. No, she says, well, why do I need his ashes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because that wasn't her belief. Her belief was, is that, you know, she's very strong in her faith that, you know, your soul's gone and you ascend to heaven and what there was no need for that. So, yeah, her thing was uh, no. Right. Mm-hmm. So what made you, because you said. I hadn't decided that. I just had um, asked them oh, because okay. I didn't know if that was something they they contact you and let you know about or if you had to contact them, if you wanted to do it, you know, but apparently when they finish, they send a letter and tell you that the ashes are available. She would want to do that. So I think, that, well, but my point was, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> so bear with me, people. That's kind of a cool thing because with it, you have that option. Yes. So if you really wanted those remains that's still something that can happen. So I thought that was really cool too. And I don't know if every program is that way. That's something that you would definitely want to ask them. And if, like I said, with the anatomy gift registry, I know that they do that. So, I mean, if that's something that is important to you, maybe that person would be willing to do uh, a a full body donation, but with knowing that they would have that as an option for if someone wants you to spread their ashes somewhere or something like that, that that can still be done. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool. And like I said, we just wanted to share with you guys, you know, of course, the passing of your mom, but also that there's this option of doing the registries and stuff like that. And if you hadn't thought about it or didn't know about it, now you guys do. So, you know, maybe it's another option. And like I said, who, who likes to sit around and talk about death? Most people do not. 
you know what I'm saying? But it's those conversations that people should be having and whatever somebody's wishes are, you know, to be able to honor them and stuff like that is important. Yeah. Like, like I said, in Tough Decisions, the episode that we did, I mean, it's, it's interesting and it's a struggle when you're the one that's trying to carry out what someone else wants. So if you, you know, can have those conversations and, and figure that out, it sure helps you when they've passed, you feel confident about fulfilling what it is that they wanted. And I think what an honor it is when somebody has that trust in you too, you know, there has to be a trust thing. And, and I really do feel like your mom felt like not only you, but I would help in, in that, in her wishes being fulfilled the way she wanted them. And that's an honor to have somebody trust you with their end of life wishes. And so if somebody asks you that, you know, and if you can do that, that's a great honor as well. Mm-hmm. As we said, this is going to be a very short podcast because, you know, we are still in a grief and loss process. And, yes. but we're grateful for everybody who listens. And thank you so much for that. Definitely still, you know, going through a healing process. And we do appreciate everybody listening in. And yes, this is a, a shorter episode, but I and, feel like it's an important information to share. But I also feel like it's part of our healing process as well. I think so. So yes. thank you for letting us share with you today. As always, you can find us on. Uh, we have the website, twogirlsinapod.com. We are also on Facebook and Instagram, Two Girls in a Pod Life's Journey. And you can also follow us on Adventures uh, YouTube, Adventures of Two Girls in a Pod, Life's Journey. Follow, subscribe, click like, communicate with this. You know, there's a place for comments. If we have comments and stuff, we'd really appreciate hearing from you. If um, this is the first episode that you are listening to, please go take a listen to some others. We're not always on the... On the Debbie Downer side. Debbie Downer side, yeah. <laughs> you know... We, we we can be fun, too. <laughs> so we'd really appreciate. Uh, and like I said, we uh, so appreciate everybody who listens. And if you do listen, you know, let your friends know. Let your family know. Spread the word. Get them listening to us. And hopefully something we say will resonate with somebody. Yes, you know hoping to um, build a mentally strong platform that people can get something from and hopefully take away something positive. And hopefully it, it it helps on everybody's journey because, you know, this really is about journeys and stuff. And this is where we're, our journey is right now in this process of healing through the loss of your mom and stuff. So, you know, it, it's a journey. Life's journey continues. Yes, it does. And uh, thank you so much for continuing with us. We so appreciate it. And we will be back next week. And, we're not going to be Debbie Downers next week, I don't think. Maybe. We don't know. We'll see. Don't go. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to coming back next week. Thank you.